Hey, hello my friend. Welcome back to another podcast of the Self-Kindness Effect podcast. My name is Pete Sibley, and my intention with this podcast and the way that it's set up right now is to simply share as accurately as I can. To share my experiences with utilizing tools and understanding that I have come to simply call self-kindness. And to share those so that you can experience shifts in your own life. So that it becomes apparent to you how to access all that is readily available to every human being through one's simple awareness of it. And that is that we are powerful creators of our lives and that we can become intentional to create the life that we have always wanted. Hey, hello. Thanks so much for taking a moment in your life to press play on this podcast. I hope you are doing so well, knowing that we're going to listen and explore and step into this space that we can call self-kindness. Maybe it's a space that we call the present moment. Maybe we're calling it self-awareness. All of it is, in my experience, it's the ripple out effect of taking a intentional moment for what I call self-kindness. So, story time today. Uh, yeah. Earlier this week, I was doing a small handyman project for a friend. Now, if you haven't heard in previous episodes, like I have kind of a love-hate relationship with uh, doing handyman projects. I really enjoy and I really am have always been fascinated by projects that are just interesting of like wanting to figure out and see if I can do them, right? That's kind of what drew me into feeling like I could do handyman projects. I mean, I grew up in Connecticut and as a Connecticut Yankee, I think it's kind of, you know, it's instilled in a lot of <laughs> people in in that part of the country that you could do this um, and figuring it out kind of attitude. At least that's the old like New England Yankee attitude. Anyway, so I have enjoyed doing handyman projects. Getting paid to do handyman projects has been a whole other aspect of my own personal journey. And even more recently, as really being a full-time life coach, when those handyman projects show up, there is kind of this interesting back and forth that goes on in my mind. So that is all to say that I said yes to a friend recently to do a small project. And part of the project was removing this like glass shower partition uh, in the bathroom. Uh, and it was really big, it was really bulky, and it had kind of stopped working. And so they wanted it out of um, the, the tub area. And as I began to do this, and I loosened up the glass, I knew in the back of my mind, I'm like, this is going to be a really heavy object to move. And I was by myself in the house. And so I was being very deliberate about how I held the glass. And I reached up 
and grabbed it once it was loose and I slowly took it from the side of the tub and lifted it and down to the mat on the floor and it was it was really heavy and it was hard to hold and so I would pick it up and walk it a few feet and then slowly gently set it down again and rest my hands and arms and I did that repeatedly until I had made it into the garage and I was aiming to take the door out through the side door of the garage and, and lean it up against the house so we could figure out what we were going to do uh, with it. So as I was getting myself ready to pick it up and move through the door, I noticed that there was this step down and it was a little bit of an awkward step down, uh, kind of tilt the door and then get through the door, uh, the outdoor tilt the glass door so I could get out side out the side door if that all makes sense there's a laundry machine there there are things that are in the garage right so I picked up the door and I took a step down and as I took that step it was like a an explosion it's kind of like a magic trick you know one minute I'm standing there holding this big heavy door and then boom pop this big noise and I closed my eyes and kind of flinched thinking I was going to get hit in the face or something like that, which I did a little bit. But I opened my eyes and there was no door in my hands. It had completely shattered into a thousand pieces all over the garage. I mean, some of the pieces flew like 30 feet well across the other side of the garage. It just exploded. Now, fortunately for me, it was safety glass, right? So I was standing there and I was actually in a little bit of shock. Like it was such a big, loud noise that I stood there for a moment, just breathing deep with my hands kind of still out in front of me. And the noise, like there was just this crackling noise of the door, like continuing to break into this safety glass, these safety glass chunks all around me. And like it looked like snow on the ground all around me. And suddenly I realized that, you know, something was kind of itchy or uncomfortable about my hand. I don't know what made me think of it. So I looked at my one of my hands and I noticed along my hand, all these little red dots were starting to well up. And then they started to bleed. And they weren't terrible, but it was like a whole bunch of little scratches. And so I took my other hand to kind of, you know, dab on those scratches. And I noticed that it was all over my, my other hand as well. So I walk myself out to my car and sit on the back tailgate and I start dabbing with the, you know, emergency kit in the back of my car, all the little scrapes. And I notice in front of me that my whole shirt is kind of shimmery with this flaky glass and it was kind of like I was coming out of this little trance and as I breathed and as I dabbed and I put some band-aids on and I picked out one or two little pieces of glass now it wasn't a cut from the sharpness of the glass it kind of was but more of just like the boom impact of the glass and so I, I was able to take care of myself and then I went back into the garage and took a look around and I started cleaning it up. Now, I felt very responsible for making sure that the glass was cleaned up. 
I mean, this was this person's uh, laundry room area and was in the back of my mind that I did not want to leave any glass behind. And so the cleanup ended up taking about two hours. And in that time, my friend came home and we had a conversation about the door and the unfortunate uh, situation. And afterwards, I got home and I sent a message to my friend. I said, you know what? You know what? I, I'm out. Um, I'm not going to do this project. And if you'd like, I can help you find uh, another person. And actually, prior to sending that text, I did something else. Now, I'll explain to you in just a moment some of the thoughts that were going through my mind that were giving me information about this project, about how I had said yes when I really meant no. But when I got home, I shared with Anne, my wife, what had happened, and it became really clear to me how I had been ignoring all of these pieces of information prior to um, going to do this project. And so what I did is I took my own advice that I coach other people on and I immediately got in touch with what do I need right now? What do I want right now? What would bring me a sense of being uh, connected again with my own body? What would give me a sense of being connected with larger purpose? What would give me a sense of even joy and delight? And you know what that was for me? It was to do a cold plunge in the Pacific Ocean. So I asked Anne if she would drive me to the beach and she said yes. And so I grabbed my bathing suit and we went down to the ocean. It was a cold, foggy day in the central coast of California. And I got down and stripped down to my bathing suit and I walked into the water and I submerged myself and the ocean held me and the waves rocked me and the cold of that water awoke a sense in me a sense of aliveness and a sense that like you know it, it was as if since the glass broke I had been in like mild shock and suddenly I was like I was back in the present moment and I could feel my hands uh you know the the scratches easing and the the discomfort going away and I came out of the water and I literally you know I turned back to the ocean and I put my hands up in the air and I just you know I think I might have just been like Rah! you know this big release of vocal energy uh on the beach and just brought myself back and suddenly it was like I was reconnected with authentic Pete in that moment. Now, the reason why this is such a valuable story in talking about a feeling of overwhelm versus a feeling of joy is that all along in this story, prior to me arriving at my friend's house and doing this work, I had been noticing and getting information about how I did not want to do this project. 
Now, we can make the argument that like some projects, we things we have to do, but I just want to point out for the sake of this type of situation where we have said yes, that to notice along the lines, so many times we are getting the information that our yes isn't honest, that our yes to them is actually something that inside we're we're saying, no, no, we don't want to do this. No, we don't want to be taking on this project. I had been noticing that I didn't really want to do this project. I had noticed that I had kept putting it off. And I had noticed this feeling of that I didn't want to disappoint my friend. I had noticed that I finally said yes, and I went to do the project with this energy of like, well, I'll just get it over with. There was certainly no joy. There was no delight. There was really only this sense of obligation and even a sense of resentment. In my takeaway, I noticed that all along I was getting essential information all the way up unto this moment where the door just popped in my hand because even as I was taking the door out, I was feeling those feelings. I don't want to be doing this. Uh, you know, that sense of resentment, the noticing that it felt like it was taking me away from doing this, like recording this podcast, from doing what I believe and feel it brings me joy and delight and is of great service in this world. Again, all to say, like, this is just my preference. Having a handyman is awesome. It's so great. And what another irony that day is the new place where we are living, uh, a person came through the property management company as a handyman to fix some things in our house. And I was delighted to have him here. I was delighted to point out the things that needed work. And then I came back and I sat down at my desk. Now that was an amazing feeling. But then later in the day, I'm cleaning up broken glass on the floor. I believe that we can always ask this question, especially as it pertains to when we're feeling overwhelmed. Are we receiving information and are we listening to that information or are we just moving past that information? Do we have a narration where we say that, you know, we can't listen to that information? You know, we don't have the opportunity. We don't have the choice. We don't have a choice in the matter. Is that how you're feeling? Or that there are so many things and that, you know, we just want these things to, to, to be easeful, to take care of themselves. We don't want to feel, you know, that sense of resentment for what we are being asked to do. You are always being given that essential information from your own thoughts, and many times more powerfully, from your own feelings, your own body. So I ask you, which direction are you heading? Because this information is feedback, and we can use this information to move in the direction that ultimately is moving us out of overwhelm. And it looks like this. When you notice that there 
something that's coming up in you that is saying, you know, I really don't want to be doing this. And continue to ask yourself, why are you doing this? And usually it has something to do, if we're doing something that we don't want to do, a lot of times it has to do with this sense of uh, obligation or not wanting to disappoint another person. So when I coach people, we explore that so that we get it back to your honest yes for you, that you are doing it out of a place of connection, out of a place of service, out of a place of love, right? So I ask you, notice right now, what is that feeling? What is that sense in you? Is it a sense that you are moving in a direction of something that's like obligation? Is there lack of joy? Is there lack of delight? Or are you intentionally looking at the information and working your own self-kindness practice towards something that feels more connected, something that feels more in service, more aligned, more in joy? It's always right here, right now. This is the moment that we always do the work. It is the work. This is the hurdle to look at what is showing up right here and now and being willing to explore it, become aware of it, and maybe offer up a new thought intentionally in face of that persistent, long-held belief. Because there is, ultimately, there's no thought, belief, or observation that is so absolute that there is never an exception. So we are all about, in a self-kindness practice, creating some space around that absoluteness so that your true nature, which is always right there, can move in. And that is one of wanting to connect with yourself, connect with other human beings, to be of service, to live a life that is an expression of gratitude, of love, of delight and joy and fun. All right, my friends, thank you for taking the moment to listen to this. If there is something in this episode that you think would serve another, uh, serve a friend of yours, serve somebody that you know, would you forward this on to them? And if you want to share this and put it out there in the world, and uh, you can always tag me at self-kindness with Pete if you're on Instagram or Pete Sibley over at Facebook on the socials. And I will also send it out um, again and say thank you to you publicly. You can always go down to the show notes and rate the show just by scrolling down on whatever you're listening to and leave a comment because that helps to continue to get the word out to other human beings that are looking for this type of conversation of going deeper and allowing the self-kindness, the self-love journey to infiltrate and, uh, you know, permeate throughout how we are living each day, each moment. If you'd like to make that a more permanent practice in your life, then go down to the show notes and click on the link to set up a free consultation call with me. Okay, my friend, I hope you have a fabulous day, afternoon, evening, wherever you are. And remember, 
You are so worthy of the kindness in you. Love you, and we'll see you next week.